Tana, I have a conundrum, a snafu. You don't say. Yes, many concerns. I would like to get Paisanos for the Redskins game this week, but it's mm-hmm. not on a Sunday, it's on a Monday. Does that matter? Don't matter, but guess what? What? They had a new deal. More pizza for less dough deal. Knew it. Let me tell you about it. Get a medium one-topping pizza for $5.99. You heard me? That's it? $5.99. Order online with the promo code 599pizza at paisanospizza.com. That's $5.99 pizza at paisanospizza.com. I'm getting mine right now so it arrives in time. Yeah. Coming in hot on the Santana Moss Show podcast. As we always start, Trav asks, where has Tana been? You've been everywhere. We're going to look back at those Cowboys, what could have been, but we have to look forward to those Bears. Do we have enough in the tank? I sure hope so. They say Monday night isn't Monday night anymore, but I hope we bring in our A games this Monday night. Are you ready for some football? Predictions, predictions, predictions. Let's see if me or Trav came out on top. It'll be me. Tennessee Titans say we're going to burn down something, and we can't burn you down. They say we burn down Rome. Now we're going to burn down this field. And they did it the wrong way. We didn't start the fire. Santana Moss Show podcast starts now. It's a Santana Moss Show. Home of the football game. Number 89. Hustle all the time. Travis on the right. Hot mic on the left. Every single week is a lyrical fact. Uh, 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 Santana Moss Show podcast in full effect coming straight at you. Travis Thomas, Santana Moss, this is episode 66, like Route 66. Yeah, boy. But it's Route 89. How you doing, pimp? All the time on your line. (laughs) What's good, buddy? Chilling, man. So where in the world is Santana Moss? What you been up to? Everywhere, everywhere. Well, you know, it's football season. Hello. And now I'm doing the pre and post game shows with NBC. Sunday was the first home game this past Sunday. Unfortunate. And, yeah. And it was my first time experience. I have a new little thing going on this year. At every home game, I would be doing the pregame show and then I dot over to the David and Buster's in the neighborhood in Capitol Heights and I sit with the fans there and watch the game. Oh. An hour, an hour and a half. And then I dart back over to the stadium to finish the game in the post game right. show. So I did that last week. I was exhausted after the game. I bet. I literally went home. That Sunday night game was on. I found myself in bed waking up later on that night watching the stats and the highlights. But I'm doing that, and, you know, I'm pretty sure it's more things you probably want to ask me about. Actually, there is. I've been cordially Mm. invited to a grand opening of Mm. a restaurant that uh, one Santana Moss owns? What's happening here? (laughs) Yeah, man, you know, I shared with you a little bit briefly before we got on camera and everything, but, um, it was a venture that I couldn't turn down. You know, I'm a community guy. I tried my hardest to be one of those staples in our community in the Loudoun County area. And it was an opportunity, man, to really, you know, uh, collaborate with someone who just jumped into a business and he wanted me to be a part of it. So I took on it. It'll be a grand opening in September 28th. 28th, okay. And I'm going to share a lot more about it, but yeah. I'm just going to give you that little snippet of it. I'll right take now. that. Yeah. Okay. I just want you to know I'll be in the building. No doubt. You better. If you need somebody to, like, maybe be a lounge singer or something <laughs> like that, <laughs> something like that I'm, I'm capable of doing that. No doubt. No just doubt. Just know. All right, Tana, listen, I don't want to spend a bunch of time on the Cowboy game. Okay. Let's just. <sighs> they lassoed our ass. Okay. We got beat down. Right. Dak Prescott, man, this kid, he's real deal, huh? 
They said he wasn't worth the money he's asking for, but so far this year, man, he's been dead. I think he's only incompleted probably eight passes total. That's crazy. In two games this season already. That's crazy. That's ridiculous. Well, I mean, look, we'll see them again. It'll be in Big D. It is what it is. But for me, I'm looking ahead to the Bears game on Monday night, and here's why. This offense, I'm not buying it. Mitch Trubisky right now, just right now, he's playing like a JV quarterback. Yeah. I mean, I look at it, and I think the Redskins have a ton of problems. Case Keenum isn't one of them. I would say Case Keenum right now, today, is playing better than Mitch Trubisky. So if there's a get-right week for the Redskins' defense because they've looked like garbage, it would be this one against that Bears offense. Do you agree with that? No question. This week couldn't come at a better time. You know, when you think about the way both teams have started, the Bears squeaked out of one, you know, a week ago. Right. And they could have easily been 0-2 with us. We're sitting right now at 0-2, but when you look at the two teams we play, division opponents, but both of them are playing pretty good football. You know, the Eagles barely lost the other night. And the Cowboys, they're 2-0 and right now. So these are two of the contenders, I believe, in the NFC as a total, as a whole. So losing to these guys, yeah, they're you know, you're on two in your division, but you still have hope because there might be one of the two teams that's in the playoffs this year. You know, at least to my knowledge and just knowing football, they're right now the front runners for the agree. playoffs. Yeah. But um, coming into this week now, yeah, Monday night against the Bears, the Bears scare me defensively when it comes to their front line, but everywhere else they can be beaten. And I say that because you saw these guys play week one. You saw they barely got any sacks. And then the second week they got on. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? If we can go out there and be the team that we've shown so far this year when it comes to pass protecting, we can have some you know pretty good production from some of our guys on the outside. Hopefully, I'm knocking on wood, we get Jordan Reed back this week what would be a better time? You need you know, we need them offensively. And then one of the things that been scaring me so far this season is that we talk so much crap about our left side of the offensive line. These guys have been solid. Yeah, you they know? have. They have been solid in the run game. They're averaging almost five yards on that side. In the past game, you know, you barely seen anybody, you know, getting too many pressures on the quarterback or even sacks. So, it's been Moses and Sheriff to me. <laughs> and that's crazy. Yeah. But I can live with those two guys because they can correct it. You know, right. I'm happy to see Donald Penn being the leader that he is and knowing that he's a veteran that played this game. He's leading that young buck yes. next to him. He's showing them how to play together. Showing, Look, we don't have to do this by ourselves. So I'm hoping that they can continue that. And for us, you know, what's been the oddest thing about anything when it comes to this season and, and how things have pretty much went down so far, it's our defense. You know, Ugh. where is the defense? So I'm hoping that they can get things right. Look, I understand it hasn't been a season in the last four years that we haven't talked about injuries. And here we are in 2019. I think this is Jay Gruden's, what, sixth season with mm-hmm. the team. And already out the gate, key guys are being missing. So we having that problem again. Something has to break. Something has to give when it comes to this. We can't continue down this road. I'm pretty sure after this year, if we see more, we won't be seeing it in the future. But it's a lot of guys missing already. Jonathan Allen is gone. We got a lot of young guys. We're bringing in guys to play corner. Dunbar is out. You know, we're depleted on defense already, and it's only, what, week three of the season. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, You know, I want to go back to something you said. You said the Bears' front line really worries you. Everywhere else they can get beat. How that translates to me is Adrian Peterson is, again, not going to be a factor in this game. They're going to take the run away. Is this going to be Case Keenum's showcase game in your mind? I don't want to say that because I still believe you can't win with him being the guy, you know, just relying on his shoulders. I mean, you have to find a balanced attack. 
And beyond being balanced, you have to be creative. You know, one of the things I give Jay Gruden credit for last week is starting the game off getting Sims Jr. active into those, you know, those sweep runs he was getting and all that stuff that he was trying to do offensively. Second half, you went away from it. You know, you tried to say, okay, we can't run, we can't do this. But I understand because by that time, the Cowboys whipping up on us. So defensively, these guys got to find who they are. Hey, right now, we came into the season saying that we're going to lean on the defense. Right. Jay Gruden said it himself. Defensively, the way we built the last few years through the draft and just with what they've been doing the whole entire offseason, the preseason, they beat up on our guys. And now we seem to be the ones that are more in sync on the offensive side and the defense still scratching their heads. You got guys running wide open. I don't know what's going on back there. One of the things that make me grin a little bit, because I told you before, no matter who you put in the backside, long as you have those guys up front get out to the quarterback, yeah. they can cover whoever. Okay, so now you look at fast forward, look at what we have. We don't have the best of the best back there. And we supposedly had the best of the best up front, but they're not hitting home. No, they're, they're not. They're not getting out to the quarterback. So you see why everybody's so wide open because yeah. we was hoping that you can be the guys to be the difference makers and you haven't showed up yet. So, you know, I understand people getting at Norman and, and whoever it may be. Because, oh, no, it's Norman. Yeah, it's, it's a little him and everybody else, too, because you see blown coverages as well. Somebody has to do something. Somebody has to step up as a leader. I don't know if it's going to be Landon. You know, he's new here, so I'm not sure what his role may be right now with the team when it comes to, you know, leadership. I know Jay Allen's been a guy that when things, you know, looking like they're looking now, he would say something more. He hasn't been playing. He's because he, he didn't play last week because yep. of a knee injury. Yep. Hopefully we can get this guy back healthy soon. But even if he's not healthy, a guy like himself needs to step up and talk to the defense. All coaches, get out the room, let's talk. You yep. know, one of those kind of meetings – I know it's early, but it's never too late. Yeah, and, you got to have it. And I feel like it's never too soon as well. So get to these guys let these guys know what's at stake. Look here. We can't see ourselves going 0-3. Right. You go 0-3, you automatically giving those coaches their pink slips. No doubt. Here you go, coach. You know, it was nice of you being around. Yep. That's my opinion. No, you're right. And to me, like I said, to start this, sure, when the schedules come out in the offseason, you look at the Bears and they won, what, 11, 12 games last season, yeah. and you think, oh, that's an L. But – you have to let the games play out. And as you've watched the Bears the first few weeks, they don't look like an 11- or 12-win team right but, now. But, but don't allow them to look like one against you. That's right. And that's the thing that I hate about us. We normally be the team that teams that's not so good, Yes, they look good against us. No, so you're right. you have to nip this in the bud this week. Don't allow a team that doesn't need or deserve the credit when it comes to saying that you're on a level as all these other guys, the, to me the top-tier offenses and defenses in this league don't allow them to be world beaters in your backyard and i'm holding some incredible stats in front of me here the redskins history against the bears since 2005 now that's when you started playing against them okay yeah. but since 2004 the redskins are seven and oh against the bears when you played tana monday night football mattered right mm -hmm. it was a huge showcase game to me now, as I look at it, these guys play Thursdays, Saturdays, Mondays. The Sunday night game's huge. Has the Monday night stage kind of lost its luster? You know, honestly, we might look at it like that from the outside looking in, but I can assure you that the players still feel the same way because it's one of those things that you know on Monday it starts the week off. Everybody's at work talking about this Monday night game, so you still have that same effect on the players. Now, looking at it, it looks a little different than they did before because, like you said, you can see guys on Thursdays. And then later in the season, you can see guys on Saturdays. 
right now Monday night would always be that game that as a player you want to shine on. And fortunately, I've had my opportunity to do so. Some Monday nights don't always be as fortunate as others. It's certain guys that just they get that number called every Monday night, every big game. You know, I remember in college I felt like that. Every big game, I remember Reggie Wayne telling me, hey, man, every big game we play, you know, you make a difference. But that's up to the coaches. You know, opportunity is everything. I, I tell you that. Yep. But I can see these guys having a chance to really set the tone to their season this Monday night. I mean, you're playing against a front that's now was supposed to come in and be already leading the league in sacks. And right now they're at seven in two games. I'm not right. sure if that's leading the league or not. But don't let that number get crazy and double or triple on you. You know right. what I mean? So we have to play ball, man. And look, if you don't get up for no other game, I mean, we talk about this when we see our division opponents, especially the Cowboys. If you don't get up for no other game, Monday night, man, at, at home, home, bro. And right now you're leading this series seven to zero. Right. In the last six to five years or whatever, maybe five to six. Since 04. Yeah. So you're seven to zero. Yep. Don't allow these guys to get that win on you. Don't be the group of guys that allow these guys to get that win, especially coming in your backyard. So they have a lot riding on this game, even though, you know, beyond the 0-3 start, not trying to have an 0-3 start, finding their niche or finding themselves, you know, in this early season, they have a lot riding on this game. Out of the games you played in, I'm going to rattle them off. Give me one that stands out. 05 was my first one. 05 was your first one. 9-7 you won. That's an ugly game. 07, four-game win streak, Todd Collins. That was a playoff run. Mm-hmm. 2010, D-Hall, four picks against Cutler, wasn't it? I remember mm-hmm. that. 13, big shootout, 45-41. 15, you guys won by a field goal. Christmas Eve, you guys blew them out. Throughout all those games you mentioned, I played in four of them. I really played in three of them, three out of the four. Mm-hmm. It was 05 to 2013. 13, I was probably just on the team. I the reps, <laughs> the reps wasn't coming, and the balls definitely weren't coming. I, probably was, I probably was 0 for 0. No attempts, 0 catches, 0 catches. But um, the That's ones why that, that final out, score was yeah, what it was, huh? The ones that stand out the most to me, it had to be 05. Even though 2010 I had a touchdown in that game, yeah. five catches, I was on uh, Tillman the whole time, too, and, and he was a great defender. He was the guy that really Peanut. made you. Yeah, Peanut was the guy that made me work for my money. I had a great game against him, but it don't stands out. The 05 stands out more because it's my first game as a Redskin right. at home. And, you know, one of the things you want to do is, like I said, it's just like that that first impression. You want to make sure that these fans remember you well when they first meet you. Right. And that was like my introduction to, you know, the DMV, you know, to these hometown fans. And I had, what, four or five catches for 90-something yards. And to me, to have almost 100 yards or even 100 yards in your first outing, that's a great way to start. No doubt. Just like we were talking about a week ago of our young guy, Terry McLaurin, how he started off with a bang. Look, that second game, it was even better. Even though he didn't cross that 100-yard plateau, he got a touchdown, and he's right. still showing you that every time you give me these opportunities, I'm going to show up. It's making so, strides. That was my introduction to the coaching staff, to the fans, to FedEx Field. I went out there, and we had a, it was a nail-biter. It was Field goal game. We hadn't even scored a touchdown until that next week when I had the two touchdowns in the Cowboys game. So that was a great introduction for myself, and it carried over to the next week. And then I really showed you guys and showed this division who I was going to be when it came to every time you face those Redskins. All right, last week, Tana and I predicted each and every game. What was my record? We were both over 500, so that's the good news. Tana, you were 8-7. and I was 12-3. and Damn. We will try to do it again this week. Are you ready, sir? <laughs> you know it. 
How about the Bills? 2-0. Cincy comes in to Bills Mafia. That's her home opener. Who do you like to win that? I like the Bills. They're doing some good things, man. And the quarterback. We've been saying that this guy was going to be the play. dude. He can play. So I like play. the Bills. I'm going Bills as well. Miami at Dallas. Gerald's world. I just want to know the Gerald. spread. I want to know the spread on that game. Uh, spread on that game as of now. Probably you know it'll 50. change. Right now it's 21 and a half. <laughs> it's probably 50. It'll go up. Look, Miami's going to lose. Yes. Do I think the Cowboys can get 20-some points on them? Yes. Oh. Do I think they can hold them to nothing? Patriots did it, so yes. Okay, so Tana's taking the Cowboys. the Cowboys and the spread. And laying the points. I'm taking the Cowboys as well. Denver at Green Bay and Lambeau. Denver and Green Bay. Green Bay. Their offense is starting to get the – I told a friend of mine the other day, I said, look, this is Kyle Shanahan's offense. Yes. Don't get it twisted. This is Kuviak and Kyle Shanahan's offense. Denver's running Kuviak offense as well. But Kyle Shanahan runs it a little funkier. And those guys are going to do their thing. I'll go Green Bay at home also, but I will say Denver's too good, I think, to go 0-3. Mm-mm. I think they'll cover that spread. That's a 7.5 spread for now. Green Bay going to win, though. Green Bay will win. I'll take Green Bay. Atlanta at Indy. Atlanta and Indy. It's tough. It's tough. Indy's a tough little team, man, with yeah. uh, Jacoby Brissett back there. Brissett, they could have won the first game. They could have been easily 2-0 right yeah. now. I'm going to go with... Defense is going to be tough. Offensively, can I'm going to go with Indy. Really? I see them beating these guys at home. This is our first difference. Atlanta reminds me like the team we talked about last week in Tennessee. You know, they play a good one, and then they find themselves in, in a dog yeah, fight. It's very week. Atlanta. So, yeah. uh, I'm going Atlanta on the road just because it's in a dome. I feel like that's going to feel like a home game for them anyway. Baltimore at KC. Now, this is a, game. a big game. This is a game. It's an arrowhead. This is a game. Um, right think now, Baltimore can go in there and win no. that game? I want to say, yep. Yeah, I think it's going to be a shootout. I think KC is going to put up points. Baltimore, boy, that man Lamar, he is balling. And he is. A lot of people questioned him when it came to his throwing ability, and I never questioned that. I just like, you know, opportunity. Give him a chance, and he'll show you. But I will say this. Kansas City should <laughs> beat them. Honestly. You gave me all that to pick Kansas City. Kansas City should beat them. At home. <laughs> I'm going KC. I'm not convinced at Baltimore like you are. I actually think they might get beat convincingly. What's, I think KC might beat them the by spread? Uh, six and a half as of now. Nah, I can't mess with that. <laughs> Kansas City going to win, though. Oakland at Minnesota. Kirk Cousins sucks. Man, don't say that about my dog. Man, he is awful. Oakland wins, but... Taking Oakland? Taking Oakland. Oakland, mm. Oakland got a pretty good team, man. A.B. who? Right. Shh, Oakland got a pretty good team. I'm going Minnesota even though Kirk is awful. Dalvin Cook, your boy's balling. Nah, he's balling. Yeah. So we uh, we disagree on that one. I'm going Minnesota at home. Jets at Patriots. Oh, my God. I, I say mean, more. How many quarterbacks can the Jets lose at this point? They got to spread 22 and a half. <laughs> what? <laughs> New England will win. I'm you not think that's sure 50 again? That is ridiculous. All right, we both like New England at home, obviously. Detroit at Philly. Detroit, by the way, 1-0-1. That pesky tie. That's crazy, huh? I'm going to go with Philly, man. Philly Philly had no receivers at one point in the game. Aguilar was in there by himself. Yes. Oh, everyone was hurt. Deshaun went out after the first couple of reps of the first series, and that was crazy for those guys to still be in that game and, and could have won it easily. So 
I'm going with Philly. Philly's tough. I told you coming into this you season, like them. they was the team in our division. The yep. Cowboys have always said they are the team, and this year I'm surprisingly, you know, convinced a little bit. Sure. But, uh, Philly, to me, is the team in our division, and I see them beating these guys. Okay, here's a, I think, potentially bad game that I'm so intrigued by. Carolina at Arizona. Now, Arizona's not very good. Kyler Murray looks like he can play, though. They say Cam might be down for week three. What's up with Cam, bro? What is happening? He's broken, man. It's crazy when you still can see the potential that he can have if he just was healthy. He's not healthy. Oh, he's not. He's not healthy. He's feeling it. And the press conference last week led me to believe that, yeah, Everything you said that's wrong with me is wrong. But I'm out here giving it my all, taking one for the team. You mean when he looked like somebody's auntie up there yeah, at the podium? He, he looked like um, uh, <laughs> he looked Whitney like? Houston on and uh, the bodyguard. And bodyguard. And uh, <laughs> he did look like her. You can't unsee he that. Look, he either looked like Whitney or <laughs> E.T. One of them. Ah, what he had to <laughs> so say. I give him, I give him uh, Whitney. <laughs> I won't put my dog on it like that. I like him. No, nah, but uh, he, he's, he's hurt, man. You know, he's, he's hurt. Yeah, and yeah, Cam yeah. is a phenomenal football player. Regardless, <laughs> when it comes to quarterback, he's a phenomenal football player. So Cam loses in Arizona. I just can't unsee that Whitney Houston bodyguard thing. That's great. I'm going to disagree. I'm going to say he plays and he guts him to a win. I'll take Carolina. So we disagree there. Giants at Tampa. What an awful game. I'm going to say Tampa squeaked this one out. Me too. What a stupid game. Texans at Chargers. That's a decent game. And I thought Texans was so much better than what they were after seeing them in week one. And mm-hmm. then, so they lost week one and then they came back and won. But I still feel like they're better than what they really showed us. So, um, hmm, Chargers lost too. And that was a surprise. I'm going to say Chargers play tough, but Texans win. Oh, you like the Texans on the road? Road. Ah, I think I agree with you. I want to pick the Chargers. I just don't feel like that's a real home field advantage. I've been mm-hmm. saying that for years. Even when they were in San Diego, it never felt like a – they've never had a home field. In fact, I think that's what's held them back. I think if the Chargers had a true home field advantage in the playoffs, they would beat some of these teams. But I'm, the problem I'm, is no one has any issue going to San Diego or yeah, L.A. ever. That's, that's like that's, home. <laughs> that's like a vacation. I used to go to California, and our coach said, tell him, where are you going to build your house at? I'm right up there, coach. Correct. Because he knew he was coming somewhere to ball because it was just – the weather was perfect. Yes. Palm trees. I mean, I don't There's understand something how they to that. palm trees out there, but – There's something to that. It was there. I know? think cold-weather teams have a real advantage come January when the playoffs are. All right, Pittsburgh at San Fran. Pittsburgh's a mess right now. I'm taking out for the spread with that one. They oh, gonna, you like them gonna, to cover? They're going to cover. San Fran is beating butt. You they, hear me? Yeah, they are. So you like? do you like Mason Rudolph or no for the Steelers? Really haven't seen much of He's a guy. But trust me, with Big Ben in there, I would take the spread. Okay. So but I'm going with San Fran and the spread. You're going San Fran. All right, I'll, I'll go. Uh, yeah, I'm going San Fran also. All right, New Orleans at Seattle. No Drew Brees. No Drew Brees. I Teddy think, can play, though. I think the game's going to be, you know, uh, basically built around Teddy, and he'll probably have a better performance this week. The only thing that scares me with Teddy, with all you know, quarterbacks of his caliber, if I'm seven feet tall and the ball is high, then that ball was high. Right. And I'm not a seven feet tall wide receiver. <laughs> right. So if you're throwing balls to Cook and he's six seven almost, and that ball is up here and hot and high, that scares me with those kind of quarterbacks. So he's not as accurate. The ball is not that catchable. So they can go in Seattle and easily lose to the 12 men alone. For know? sure. I'm going to Seattle at home. I do think Teddy will work for these six weeks or yeah, however gonna, long gonna, it is. He's going to put out some production. But, but yeah, but not this game. Rams at Browns. Rams all the way. 
And I'm taking a spread. Let me, let, me, let me start that one right there. The Browns' offense looks like it's sputtery. It barely looks like it's doing anything until you get a big play by Odell or someone. Yeah. Everything looks like he's out there playing sandlock football. Baker Mayfield's running in the backfield. The offensive line suck. I'm watching the line more than anything because I understand as a receiver you need those guys more than anything. You can put a third-string quarterback, as long as he can throw the ball to you, if he's protected, he's going to get the ball in your hands. I don't care about having the elite quarterbacks. I told you, I never had that many. Mm-hmm. I never had probably one at all or who they considered elite. But if you protect for him, he can get you the ball. So when I see Baker Mayfield running around like that, those guys got to get open now in that second and third route instead of getting the ball in that first read. You know, And to me, that's if you have a defense that's hitting on all cylinders, as the Rams defense should be hitting on, especially with a guy named – Oh, Donald? Yes. Yeah, he's a problem. He's going to be getting at the Baker Mayfield the entire game. Yeah. I don't have time for all that running around mess. I mean, hey, Cleveland's got a guy too, man. Miles Garrett is real deal. He's real deal, but you put a guy up there who can give him a run for his money. Week one, you didn't hear nothing about Miles Garrett. No, you're right. Oh, I'm going Rams on the road. I think I'm going Browns here. And I'm going with the spread with the Rams. So remember that I put stars by the ones I'm going with the spread. I'm going Browns. I think the Browns win at home. I think this will be the Baker Mayfield game. And I think, I'll tell you this, this is so typical Browns. I'll even call the post game. I think the Browns win the game, and they get so cocky. And so we told and you guys we'd be good, the and then they fall off the I map. I ain't trying to hear that. I, I think they'll win gonna this win. game. Monday Nighter, Chicago here at FedEx. <sighs> Give it to me straight, no chase. Straight, no chase. We can win. You know, the, the last two weeks, I've been going against us. You, you know yep. that. Yep. You know, so we can honestly win. Um, the spread is four. Chicago beating us by four. <sighs> mm. I think this is the game we can win. This, this, I is do the game, this is the game we have to win. So this is the game I'm, I'm betting with the Redskins. I'm not touching the spread or nothing. I'm going to leave that one. You're over. going straight up. The first two weeks, I was all about covering the Now spread. you're going straight up. Straight up, baby, like that hen I used to drink. I'm going with you. No chase. Skins win this game, and it is going to be the worst game we all have ever witnessed. It's going to be ugly, field goals. It's just going to be dumb. Let's just call it what it is. Skins win. But a win is a win is a win, right? Yeah. Taking L's quickly, I laughed all weekend long at the Tennessee Titans. I mean, first of all, you lose the game at home. But even before the game started, they had some sort of light show, and it went wrong. Just watch the video on the screen. It did not go well. It held the game up. The field was all burnt up, and then they lost. It was fantastic. Tennessee said, you want to be starting something? <laughs> Got to be starting something. <laughs> Too high to get over. Yeah, yeah. Too low to get under. <laughs> Santana Moss Show Podcast. Oh, my God. Thank God we aren't Titans fans. It's a wrap. Nice job, yeah. as always, Pam Pam. It's a Santana Moss Show. Former through your ball game. Number 89. Hustle all the time. Travis on the right. Hot mic on the left. Every single week is a lyrical.